Hey there, loyal Hallway Conversations listeners. Dave here with a little peek behind the scenes of what happens when we edit episodes. Once in a while, we'll cut out some chunks of the conversation due to time constraints because we recognize teachers' time is incredibly valuable and we try to keep our episodes to uh, 20 or 25 minutes. But sometimes we wonder if the parts that we cut out might still be interesting to our listeners, and that's what happened this time. So you can consider this an extension of our last episode about redos. And we hope you might enjoy this bonus conversation. I'm going to play a little music, and then we'll jump in. So I have a question for you guys. When you talk about responding to students' work, Hmm. When when you when you think about the, what you're doing when you're responding to students' work, how do you how do you describe that? Do you call it grading? Do you call it correcting? Do you call it marking? Like what hmm. do you what do you use for naming that? And I'll I'll share my like I yeah. tend to call it marking. Yeah. Um, I had roommates when I was a student at university who were Canadian, and I think yeah. in Canada it's more common to call it marking. Yeah. It's less common yeah. here in the, yeah. in the states. Oh, no. hmm. I when I think of responding, I think of feedback. Okay. But when I think of like putting a number on something, I think of it as grading. Grading, yeah. yeah. So I, I think of, so if I think about my, I teach Ed 300, and mm-hmm. so in that class, there's a paper due every two weeks, three, mm-hmm. four pages. And there is a, and you know, hopefully the module builds over, you know, onto that yeah. or equips them in that and the readings. And and so I do need to put a, a grade on that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have a rubric for that, but I would say I spend most of my time giving feedback, mm-hmm. you know, on the program that we have kind of in the margins. And, and most of the feedback I tend to give when I um, read those papers is often in the form of questions. So I, I don't, I don't often be like, well, no, I disagree. I mean, I, I have, but, but I often form it in the, like, hey, I, the I notice, I wonder. Like, I noticed you said this. I wonder, like, I wonder about that. Mm-hmm. So I just, because the whole, my hope is in asking the question, right, is just to say, hey, maybe this will stimulate some thinking. And I'm not naive to think that every question will do that. But, I, sure. but it, and then to arrive, and then through those, you know, like you have this rubric where you do have to put this kind of point in time assessment on it. But, but I do, and I do actually, and I've said to, to students like hey if you want to take this feedback or these questions and sometimes the questions are simply on what they said but also the questions i might identify a gap hey mm-hmm. like i wonder have you thought about this if they want to go back and redo and include or answer any of those questions within their paper i'm totally i'm totally sure. good with that that you um, invite them into absolutely like, why you know why because i've never come up with a good answer to that to the why would i say no to that sure like, why would I say, and, and there's probably an answer to that, right? But but in the end, it's like you have a student who takes the feedback they've gotten and mm-hmm. takes the grade and, and says, hey, like, I think I can do better. Mm-hmm. I want yeah. to do better. And that's what we ought to be about Totally. Here. And so yeah. that's why it's like, well, go, let's yeah. go for it. I feel like I should tell you. So my question behind the question, I had another hallway conversation with some of our other colleagues yeah. and mm-hmm. literally we ran into each other in the hall. And at the end of our conversation, well, I'm going to go mark papers. And one colleague said, oh, that's interesting because I call it correcting students' okay. papers. Mm-hmm. And one said, oh, that's interesting because I call it grading students' yeah. papers. And just, I, I wonder about this. I think the name that we use for mm-hmm. it, like, am I correcting students' work yeah. is different than 
grading that yeah. feels very evaluative yeah. versus, and I think of marking as similar yeah. to what you were saying, Matt, like yeah. I'm going to raise questions and I'm going to just notice, hey, this was really well said, yeah. or, you know, mm -hmm. I'm like literally marking their paper, right? Yeah. And so maybe that's a piece of this too, to just be mindful of the language we use mm -hmm. about right. some of these yeah. topics. The more I teach, the less formal, like assessment of learning that I do. Yeah, Isn't that yeah. interesting? It is. Why do you think that is, Abby? I'm just out of curiosity to put you on the spot. Yeah, so, I think because, and again, I teach college students, so this is very different, right? But I, I have, I think I trust students more, yeah. maybe, mm -hmm. than I have before to, to do good thinking. And I've also grown my toolbox of ways to know yeah. that they're learning yeah. without some sort of piece of paper hmm. in a quiz or yeah. in a worksheet or yeah. in a that to yeah. tell me yeah. you know what i mean so i yeah. think the more tools we have in our box with mm -hmm. protocols and yeah. you know discussion frameworks and yeah. you know just even like i think of small teaching the book oh, yes. right by yeah. james lang just like knowing cognitive learning mm -hmm. strategies yeah. to help students recall information. Right, yeah. um, the more I can design that into my actual classwork, the yeah. less I feel the need yeah. to gather formal evidence yeah. of learning. Right. Yeah, you Does know, that make sense? no, that makes sense. I, I would feel the same way about myself. I can, I can remember, Dave, you might not remember this. We were, we were coming back, we were walking across campus here with uh, one of our colleagues, Rob, Rob and he made a comment, he teaches, uh, I think, environmental environmental sciences, and he made the comment about um, how how often he tries to set up his class to have students talking with each other. Because mm -hmm. he's like, he, and he, for him, that's where, the, I think he used the line, something like, this isn't a word for it, that's where the real learning takes place. Mm -hmm. But you, you can't assess those conversations. Yeah, right. And, and if I think about that, and, and if I try to think about the discussions that we have in, in Ed 300 or even in breakout rooms on Zoom and some of the graduate, it's like, I'm not privy to every one of those conversations. Mm -hmm. But but as I walk around, like as I walk around the classroom in Ed 300, I'm often struck, like there's a humbleness that comes about me to say, man, like they are talking about things in, in a, in, with a depth. Mm -hmm. That that there's no way I can replicate through a lecture or or even on a on a on a test, and that's not to diminish the test or or a lecture, totally. Totally. but it's but it's like wow, like listen to the conversations. Mm -hmm. They're having, I mean, similar to us when we're in the hallway or having yeah, right. like this is good pro, like this is how we learn, and it, and if it's true for us, might that not be true for our our students as well, even. In grade two or three. And that's what I was going to say. I think that's a piece that translates across mm -hmm. any grade mm -hmm. level, right? Like, how do we how do we structure things in such a way to get students naming the things that they're thinking about? Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, and I think... And naming and owning their own learning. That's right. Yeah. This is where I am. Yeah. In my journey towards this target, right? Yeah, and, and maybe... It's, and it's mine. Yeah, mm -hmm. and maybe to even ask him in that, where do you want to go? Like, this yeah. is where I'm at, and where, where do you want to go with that? Yeah. Um, what, what do I know? What do I need to know? And I, yeah. I sometimes kids, sometimes they surprise us. Mm -hmm. I think they sometimes su surprise us. This podcast was quite literally dreamed up during one of our actual hallway conversations. Our music is by Ethan Mulder. Hallway Conversations is an independent podcast created and produced by Matt Beamers, Abby DeGroat, and Dave Mulder. Thanks for listening.